Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Today, the government published its summer economic statement. These things are usually uneventful matters, but with nearly everyone feeling the pinch, this one was significant. Among the measures announced in the 6.7 billion euro package included tax cutting powers and one off help on energy costs. Two to three billion euros will be set aside um, in brand new measures distinct from already announced supports for struggling households. The government also published the government exchequer figures showing buoyant tax receipts despite the global uncertainty. Let's unpack some of these things uh, that were announced yesterday with Dr. Tom MacDonald the, from the Nevin Economic Research Institute and Loretta O'Sullivan, the chief economist with Bank of Ireland. Uh, good morning to you both. Uh, can I start with uh, Loretta Sullivan from Bank of Ireland? Uh, what struck you as most significant in this announcement yesterday? I think, Joe, the fine balance that the government have to strike really comes through in this. So it is clear that they are looking to try and offset some of the hit to incomes as a result of the increase in the cost of inflation and do something for workers, for those in social welfare and for public servants, while also having an eye to the competitiveness of the economy. They don't want to fuel um, the inflation situation, make it worse, um, especially when the economy has wider capacity issues. And also they're trying to have an eye to how they pay for this and making sure that the public finances stay in a sustainable footing, given that their own cost of borrowing is going to increase and that some of the challenges that have been on the long finger for quite a period of time, like the ageing of the population and climate change, they're now coming to a head. So um, what stands out is the fine balance, the somewhat tricky situation that the government is in and trying to strike that balance going forward. Uh, And Loretta, were you struck by the fact that they have an embarrassment of riches suddenly, which previous governments have been able to say, like the corporation tax receipts have been absolutely booming? They have been, and that is a reflection of the strong performance of the multinational sector of the economy. And we have seen this coming through all the way through the pandemic. It was a key part of the resilience and why the economy grew in GDP terms through um, the pandemic. So it is there, it is, is, is a part, and the government have to be mindful of that, that there is an element of concentration risk there, that it's not permanently guaranteed. So some of those resources they're going to use to support this, um, this package of measures, um, but there is a cognizance and awareness that there, there is risk related to that with globalisation and where things go from here on in. Indeed. Tom MacDonald from, um, from the Nevin Economic Research Institute. What struck you? Well, I, I suppose it's, re- it's a reasonably prudent package. I mean, 6.7 bill, 6. billion overall, um, but 2. just 2.2 billion of new measures. I mean, clearly the government isn't aiming here to completely offset the, the cost of living crisis, and, and nor should it. Uh, it. That would be extremely expensive to do. So the better to focus on those households that are actually experiencing a cost of living crisis. For many households, they've built, they've built up significant savings over, over the last two years and they're able to take the hit to to a certain extent. But, but for about a third of households, the situation is quite quite different. So the resources are here to help those households and, and to help them offset those costs. I agree the public finances look good for 2022, I do, however, think that they're slightly they're, they're slightly illusory because the corporation tax receipts 
um, trend surely cannot continue. It, it would be good to, to start having a discussion about how we're going to start funneling some of that into a, a rainy day fund. We do have the demographic uh, crisis coming down the tracks, as uh, Loretta has said, that that's going to add another $7 billion uh, to uh, public spending o- over the next 10 years. That's each year. So I, I think overall it, it's a relatively prudent stance. Um, we'll still be in a strong situation in 2023 in terms of the public finances, but uh, this will help uh, soften uh, the, the loss of income that a lot of households are, are going to experience over the next year. Yeah, Tom, there is, a, there is a risk, of course, that you set a dangerous precedent um, by bailing out households every time there is an economic shock. Uh, there was no bailout of households in the recessions of the 1980s. There were no direct bailing out of households when Ireland had to apply for a bailout uh, 12 years ago. Is that not a worrying precedent? Well, I, I suppose this is why I would be concerned that the focus be specifically on those types of households that are likely to be pushed into poverty and deprivation. I agree that it would be a mistake to, to introduce a, a suite of universal measures that attempts to give a little bit to everybody. Here, it should be targeted and focuses, focused on those households because presumably we can all agree that we want to keep poverty and deprivation rates as low as are possible. And also by focusing on those households, it reduce, reduces the cost overall. So I, I agree. I, I think it would be a mistake to introduce a series of universal measures to, to give a, li- a little bit of income across the board for all households. We, you're right, we cannot afford to do that. We will need to go back to the 5% spending rule. But it was okay to break it in this case because those that 5% spending rule is predicated on an average inflation of 2%. Inflation is much higher this year. That That has implications for, positive implications for our, our VAT receipts, but also means that nominal GDP is going to be bigger structurally and permanently. Uh, also, a lot of the measures, uh, or there was a lot of discussion yesterday about whether measures should be temporary, but, but the reality is there will be a, an inflation shock this year of perhaps 7.5%, but, and then on top of that, there's likely to be increased inflation of maybe 3 to 4% and perhaps higher next year as well. So we can talk about a temporary boost or, or an additional Christmas payment or whatever it might be. But that's but, but those higher costs will still be there in 2023 and 2024. So probably best not to uh, oversell the temporary once-off boosts because those households that are in difficulty are likely to continue to need those supports. Loretta, well, can I come back to you, Loretta? Uh, Loretta O'Sullivan, um, uh, the government can't keep doing these type of emergency budgets, though, can they? I mean, inflation is definitely going to be... There's an inflation shock this year. Um, do you get a sense that inflation might be peaking towards the end of this year and then we'll start abating a little bit? So, so what has happened is that inflation has turned out to be higher for longer, but the expectation is that it does begin to come down and part of that will be um, following energy futures and where they go and part of it will be around adjustment in terms of supply and demand so the the like of the likes of the monetary policy now from the ECB so their intervention and their piece is trying to return us to price stability and so to take some of the edge off the pent-up demand that is there and the other side then will be adjustment on the supply side 
So um, house, households, firms, people now looking at how they can improve their productive capacity and the productive capacity of the economy in order to try and push out supply to better bridge that gap between supply and demand so that prices can adjust. Um, and and for, right. for all of this, growing the economy okay. is, is important, um, not just because it, it's not for growth's sake, it's because it generates the resources to improve living standards, which is what we're trying to do here. All right, Loretta, thank you so much. That's Loretta O'Sullivan, the Chief Economist at Bank of Ireland, and Dr. Tom MacDonald from the Nevin Economic Research Institute. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.